Mildlyplease.com is, is like a little about a month past five years old. Uh, but more importantly, this is our 50th episode. We're Top 10 Thursdays, and I'm Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. And Matt Carsons. And uh, so on anniversaries like this, 50 shows, I mean, that's, if you listen to a show a week, that's almost a full year of shows. Uh it's nice to be a, l- a little reflective, and since we already did an episode uh, reflecting on the podcast, we thought we would do a, a, a reflection on our, on our blog, which, like I said, a little more than five years old now. That's pretty cool. Agreed. Matt. I also agree. I don't. So we're looking at uh, <laughs> our favorite memories from, from that first year posting on the blog from... February 13th, all the way through the end of the year of 2008. The posts that stick out to us that aren't maybe completely embarrassing, as some of them are. Because we didn't know what we were doing back then. We didn't we know what we're doing any now. idea. I think we have a pretty good, uh, pretty good idea what we're doing now. We got a feel for it. We don't know if it's any good, but we know what we're doing. Yeah. We we know our limitations now. We know that it's not reasonable to think that we can put up a post every day. Because that was what we did back then. We, we dedicated our lives to this blog. Yeah. Some ways we still do. Some of us. Some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we didn't really nail it. You know? Archive. There were 305 posts in 2008. So, even back then, not quite every day. It's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's pretty good, comparatively. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a full year, though. Well, we didn't miss 60 days. Uh, so, I guess a little history. We've never been to Mildly Pleased. Uh, it all started. If you've never been to Mildly Pleased, I'm very impressed. Yeah, how you got to our our <laughs> podcast? I guess you could have checked it out in iTunes. Yeah, because we're topping the charts there. Oh yeah. Well, we have deep social media representation as well. Yeah, they probably they probably read some uh, some reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I believe I was the first of us to have a blog. Um, I can't remember what the original URL was, but it eventually became SeanLemmy.com. And John then started his own blog, I think. The Ot Man Prophecies. Right. I was a big and fan of SeanLemmy.com. I, 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 lo- I loved Sean's personal blog posts. 
Well, it's so sad that they don't exist anymore. I, I, I still got them, but, you know, me going on vacation and learning how to be a college student. This classified information at this point. I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> uh, this, is guess, of, this is a lot of backstory. I guess uh, I think John and I talked about the idea of just combining our blogs. Uh, and we got Colin and, and, and Matt on board pretty fast. Because uh, we all like the idea of writing about movies and stuff. I guess, I guess Matt, you were looking for an opportunity to write about the Mariners. Which makes sense, because he... <laughs> He hadn't quite committed to the sports writing thing yet at that point. He was still a music major, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, and this yeah. was this was the second second quarter, third quarter of yeah, second quarter of freshman year. Yeah, that's when it all started. You know what I remember most about that first year of the blog was me constantly redesigning it. Make it look more and more legit. My favorite design uh, was, I mean, really early on, I asked you guys what should be in the banner. And I think John said, well, you know, we like write about movies and stuff, so there should be like some film and, I don't know, like some fire and like a cat <laughs> and like a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> so I put all those things in the banner. I didn't, I didn't know that was the origin of the cobra. I always wondered what the deal with that was. I was all bad. Oh, yeah, it's a random idea. Because <laughs> we weren't bad called uh, mildly pleased back then. We weren't even called demorg.org. We were catfancy-online.blogspot.com. Uh, <laughs> Tree funny, we dot .com. <laughs> Couldn't even get .com. <laughs> That's such a, you know, by the, by the time you're done saying it, you kind of forgot what you're saying in the first place. It's such a yeah. long dump URL. Which that was sweet though, because I got that letter from Cat Fancy talking about like how we're we're potentially confusing their customers, and they asked us to change our domain name. Cat Fancy the magazine. Yeah, that's so that's so legit. As big as we ever got was that letter from Cat Fancy. Yeah, I think Sean was like in tears. He was so scared. That's not true at all. I was pumped. I, that's not the impression I got. The impression I got was you were like really afraid. You were like, we, we need to change this like you were right now. Cat. Yeah, I was no, trying to keep it. I was I trying to wanna... take it to court. No, I was not at all interested in that. <laughs> I was just pumped that like, we were big enough that they would actually like send us a letter instead of you know, just ignoring us completely. Do you think that we like... They like saw how many hits we were getting or something. Cause we, what do you mean big enough? It's not like we were big. Well, I mean, the letter they sent me, they talked about like, we believe that people searching for our magazine could end up on your website. Did you save that letter? Um, I mean, it was an email, so okay. probably somewhere. Yeah, you should forward that to me. I'm trying to read that. Uh, but yeah, I was. I'm, I definitely wanted to change the name. I hated the name Cat Fancy the entire time we used it, all the way <laughs> back into high school when we attached it to our videos. What's the origin of that? Well, it was for our uh, video in high school, What's With the 60s, 
And we thought it'd be funny if it was like sponsored by someone at the beginning, you know, like some company and we're like, oh, let's do Cat Fancy. That doesn't make any sense why Cat Fancy would sponsor. <laughs> and and then we just did it again and it just kind of stuck. That was even the name of our, was that the name of our, our basketball team? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our that's intro, like, after that, that's how people knew that us. Unbelievably horrible. <laughs> hey, we beat the all-girl team. <laughs> Almost shut him out in the first half, by the way. That was a big part of my life. <laughs> it's better than Idiot Squad. Yes. At least that's original. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so our our uh, personal blogs evolved into a weird like pop culture blog, and uh, we're going to just reflect on some of our favorite posts and... and and trends that were going on on, on Cat Fancy online uh, back in 08, starting with mm, what you say. So when I was doing research for this list, I wanted to find posts that, re- that reminded me of something that was going on outside of the blog at that point in time. Because that's weird, because then it's like this weird little time capsule. And I found this post where I was complaining about how no people weren't posting enough. <laughs> And I was mad. I say they're they're probably watching those stupid imaging heap what you say videos. <laughs> now, what those were? Those are basically those became popular when on SNL one of their digital shorts called "Dear Sister" it spoofed. Uh, I guess it was on the OC, right? Mm-hmm. And like this this thing where people were getting like shot and then it'd play hide and seek by Imogen Heap, and they kept doing it over and over again. Like people kept getting shot and they they cue the song. And then there's all these videos on YouTube. For whatever reason, we didn't find this funny until like a year later. <laughs> and I remember going on YouTube and watching all these different videos where people uh, put uh, the Um What You Say song. And I remember just coming over to Sean's, and you three guys are already there, and you're watching like a Looney Tunes one. <laughs> 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 no, it was like Duck Dodgers, and he like got shot at the beak was like on the side of his mouth and he's like mm, what you say <laughs> like why did we think this was funny well apparently I, you didn't i think to me what made it funny was that like this wasn't a thing i ever even knew about until i came into it like like you said like a year later and like, I probably wouldn't have found this funny if I'd watched the sketch on SNL and watched this develop as a meme on the internet. But it's really funny to, like, come at it a year later and just have this internet archive of, like, all these videos that are already made. Like, this whole thing of all these <laughs> dumb clips. It's, it's like, what? Why? What is I don't even know what's funny about it except that it's so stupid and it's so amazing that so many people did. I mean, they put it in like any context you could think of where someone got shot. I mean, that Looney Tunes is a pretty good example <laughs> of just, you know, just anything where someone got shot. I felt like we and, watched one that was like done by some teenagers or something and it was actually like we were like really impressed like, "Wow, this is really well done." Does anyone remember that? I don't no. remember that. <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> was that was that the only one that like? I guess I'm the only one that's seen the OC at yeah. all. 
Yeah. So I'm the only one that actually understands the reference. Well, this would have been going on at that time, right? That was your first year of, high, of uh, college that you yeah. watched all that of was, the OC. Yeah, that was prime staying up till like six in the morning watching the OC. <laughs> well, we watched, it's we watched all, the clips. It's what, it's what all college yeah. freshmen group of young men do. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we got it. We watched this, the scene from the OC. Saw it happen. It all made sense. I mean, we didn't... I never know, like, which of those characters was important or not. Like, I don't think I understood if it was sad that that person got shot just because a person got shot. Or, like, that's a person we really didn't want to see get shot. It depends. I mean, there's lots of factions of OC fans, you know, like... <laughs> you know, what what side are you on, etc. So those were two main characters shooting each other? Well, I believe only one had a gun. Well, I can't I, I remember. Mean, it was one main character shooting another main character. I can't remember who actually fired the gun, but the girl was Misha Barton. She, you know, she's a r- really main character. So, and it was super weird because that was the third season, and she died, and then the fourth season was like super happy, and like her sister who wasn't a character at all like replaced her, and it was just like. It's like, oh, you guys don't remember that your sister died and it's sort of like super sad. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just trying to graduate high school or whatever. Hmm. Uh, but as damn good. Well, by then they're all in college except for like the younger sister. I don't know. It's a long it's time kinda, ago. It's kind of Boy Meets World either. Eh, sort of. I just remember that uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy that went on to do that like cop show on TNT or whatever. He, uh, Southland? Southland. <laughs> I know a guy who does that. Yeah. He, uh, he went to like Berkeley or something. And so every time they showed him like in that Bay Area, it was pouring down rain. <laughs> like this is what Northern California is like. Yeah, it's not that accurate. Rain sometimes. But as for the post that this is contained in, there's not really much to it. It's just me being annoyed, mentioning that, and then there's a Tazon Day video at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It's him singing Cherry Chocolate Rain, which is a Dr. Pepper commercial that was moderately popular for a couple of weeks. Wait, did they come out with cherry chocolate, Dr. Pepper? Cherry chocolate rain. That sounds gross. So there's another thing to reminisce about. Cherry chocolate. If that was real, I don't know. Maybe it was a joke commercial. Well, I'd called, you know, I'd called Pepsi or whatever to to get chocolate Pepsi. Yeah, you harassed Pepsi for like a whole year. (laughs) Probably just like once. The payphone inside the junior high, at least twice. (laughs) Well, I got through, I guess. I'm just surprised that would be 2008 because Chocolate Rain was like 2006. (laughs) Still riding that wave of popularity. I felt like I didn't get until Chocolate Rain until like 2010 or something. (laughs) 
I don't think that's true. I don't think it is either. Well, I was never, I wasn't like big on the internet in high school, you know. Like, yeah, I don't it, really remember when we were in chocolate, but that was a good time. I think it was 2007, because I remember it was the summer before you, we all went off to college. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like when I got into the internet. A brain yeah. child is born without a brain. <laughs> but so I, I thought it was. Another <laughs> uh, baby boy is without a brain. That's you know, weird. What, Sean? You know, I had a chocolate Coke once. Last summer. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Although, I don't know if mine was pure because like it was on the menu like chocolate coke uh but it turned out it was just like a glass full of coke and then they poured like hershey's chocolate syrup in it it's definitely not pure (laughs) maybe it's not the way god intends chocolate coke. if it was pure it would have been chocolate extract that's like the laziest way you can make a chocolate coke they might as well just drop a hershey bar in there it was not horrible if you like kept your straw towards the top, so you just got a hint of the syrup with your coke. Uh, but if you if I touched the straw down to the bottom and like slurped up a bunch of syrup and coke, it's pretty disgusting. So in the end, mildly disappointed with chocolate coke. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another musical-related segment. We'll do it live. Is that the Bill O'Reilly meme? Yeah, this was the uh, YouTube video in which it showed an old, an old video of Bill O'Reilly uh, when he was on Inside Edition in the '90s, and he's just getting like really flustered because he's really frustrated with the teleprompter and he's like yelling it his producer or or whatever and he says a couple pretty <laughs> pretty wonderful little lines in there you know fuck it we'll do it live fucking thing know. sucks <laughs> but uh i mean we liked that video but the the techno remix of that video that that really stuck with us i feel like we watched it a lot also lines from it entered our conversations quite a bit (laughs) like if we ever got frustrated about something we didn't know what to do we'd just go I don't know I don't know I don't know fuck it I recall Nancy saying that even just like a year ago (laughs) remember when we were doing uh, we were working on Jake's short film where we are all wearing animal masks yeah I remember this one part where everyone we were waiting for Sean and we are all just like standing around (laughs) and someone said like I don't know and then you just went, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, you don't even know these, like, two of these people. And you're like, you just, it's just, I don't know, it's funny. <laughs> That's still, like, in the back of your head. <laughs> it's, it's a trigger. Oh, so it said, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. strange fuck. thing to say out of context. I don't know, I don't know. Like, what do those other people think? Like, what is he? They're probably like, ah, oh, this guy's hell cool. He remembers that Bill O'Reilly thing. <laughs> the first time I saw it was when we went to go visit you at Central. Nice. Uh, we slept on your floor. And I remember in the morning we watched it. That was the first time I saw it. And I was really mad at Colin because he did this top 10 Thursday on 
American bands. And I feel like there's a lot of bands that didn't get love. And I was mad. <laughs> it's funny how uh, easily we'd get like frustrated with each other back then. <laughs> over like nothing. It's like, who gives a shit? I remember not giving a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would get pissed off. I, apparently enough to write posts about it. Yeah, I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, now this I did is that great. once. I remember you wrote a post, John. You wrote about like not wanting video games to get Writers Guild Awards. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Was, that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah I believe like, the first line was something along the lines of, I don't know if John needs to sound like a douche that he already does, <laughs> but and then you go on and talk about how much of a douche he is. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Those that. Nice. With, I believe that ends with. I guess you can't have a wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss. I miss hate posts. <laughs> yes. Damn our maturity. Yeah. <laughs> Still feel that way, John? To video games uh, not being the WGAs. I mean, I, I've personally never experienced a game that I felt. The writing was quality. It was like deserved an award, just personally. Because you haven't played Walking Dead, baby. Baby, I have not. Game's good. Do you guys see The Walking Dead this week? I haven't watched it in like three weeks. I haven't watched it in like three months. Last night or this week's? I watched last night, but this week's episode was like maybe the best the show's had since the pilot, and no one cares anymore. Lots of people care. It just yeah. your your friends don't care. Yeah, I feel bad because like I watched the first one this season, and then I just didn't like care. And then and then my boss is like, "You watched The Walking Dead, right?" And I was like, "Not anymore." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, but it's finally good." And I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> How long have you been working there? I don't know when did it premiere this year. Like October? Yeah, it's just like two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have it. Have yeah. him. Let him know who's Fucking boss. Thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that sucked, remember when we watched the Clone Wars movie? No. Really? Blocked it out. Not me. Clear as day. Ugh. Was was Bone Wars our first like real hateful movie review? Because we have a proud tradition of hateful. No, no. We had a few uh, earlier in the love year. Love Guru. Love Guru definitely. <laughs> that was a was terrible, a terrible movie. <laughs> what is the name of that post? It's like the opening. It's like the inscription above the gates of hell. Is what I called that post. <laughs> I remember that. Like we had a like an agreement. Like I would go see Get Smart, and you guys would go see Love Guru because we didn't think either of them would be that good. But Get Smart turned out to be like fine. I saw both. I don't know how that happened. Get Smart is much better than <laughs> Love Guru. That yeah, we I guess we have a post for the Love Guru. We can talk about the Love Guru too. 
Let's talk about, I guess we, you want to talk about Love Guru first or yeah. Bone Wars? Uh, we can talk about Love Guru since we're on the subject. I don't remember, yeah, for some, I guess there's like some agreements, like, we'll show you to go see Get Start, so we call it to go see Love Guru. Like, at the earliest you could see a movie, like a 10.30 or 11. Yeah, it's definitely a matinee. We did not want to pay full price for the Love Guru. I remember, so. I remember, like, not being a part of this and being, like, super okay with it. <laughs> you you should have. I don't remember why I wasn't a part of this. Like, why would Sean have to go alone? I, well, I saw it with, like, my dad. Yeah. Because he was a fan of the show. <laughs> And he was a big fan of that movie, too. Which seems weird. I feel like your dad's always not about adaptations or new things. or mm, Just the more I like it, the less likely it is he'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> but we went. There's no one there except for, like, 60-year-old guy who's, <laughs> like, taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, there was one guy like, a couple seats over. He's falling in and out of sleep. You can tell. Those weird old man noises. And I just remember it's like what, being like super embarrassed, like looking up at the screen. What are some really bad parts of something about elephants <laughs> having sex at the Stanley Cup? Yeah, that was the big gag at the end. <laughs> and then the camera cuts away. And there's Mike Myers and Kanye West. Oh, yeah, because it was commenting on that Katrina thing. That's funny. That was like two years after that happened. That was not topical anymore. It didn't really make any sense. A lot of testicle jokes. What was it? God, Vern Troyer kept getting, like, kicked, and then he, like, his little body would fly around. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't do enough of that in the Austin Powers. His day was, like, coach jerked me off or something. Sounds about right. The worst, like, pun name. Justin Timberlake's character was like Jacques Lecoq, was his actual name. Jacques Lecoq. (laughs) (laughs) He was French, obviously. And Jessica Alba uh, was asked to act in it, which uh, doesn't happen so much anymore. A lot of singing, just. Miserable, embarrassing. That was like, I guess that wasn't, no, I did end up seeing like bad movies in theaters after that, but that was like at that point, it's like, I'm really going to be careful about what movies I see in theaters for the rest of my life. Yeah, this is a poor decision. We should not be doing this with our time. I don't know if it was as bad as Clone Wars, though. Uh, I had no interest in that. I was like, I looked at that, I was like, this shit, look, this shit for babies. I don't know why you guys saw it. It was like, like PG, right? Yeah, but like all Star Wars movies are PG. Yeah, but uh, they have like cute nicknames in this, right? Yeah, but I didn't know. I was actually pretty like surprised. I didn't know it was strictly for babies. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know about the nicknames. Like everything about it was a complete shock. Like I saw the trailer, the and I I felt like the trailer wasn't for babies. I mean, it, obviously, it was you know going to be geared towards kids, like Star Wars is, especially these days. But I mean, it. I liked the animation. I thought it looked cool. I liked everything about. I was excited for it, and then, and then it happened. Yeah. So we, I think we went into it thinking it was aimed at kids, like 
ten-year-olds or something. But this was for, like, five-year-olds. Because <laughs> doesn't it start, instead of with the scroll of text that all Star Wars movies start with, doesn't it start with narration? Yeah. yeah. But it fakes you out. For, it fakes you for out. It's kids though. that aren't even old enough to read. Or like, not, not read fast enough to keep up with a text scroll from Star yeah. Wars. But it fakes you out. It, like, you know, it's... It, I feel like the Star Wars logo comes up or something. Mm-hmm. And it... And, it just, and then it, it cuts to a montage. Yeah, it, but it feels it feels good at first, you know. It like makes you feel like, oh yeah, this is Star Wars, sweet. And then it's like, oh, what did he say? Not meanwhile, but previously, pre- on Bone Wars, <laughs> pretty much exactly that. And then pre- previously, and then he goes into this to catch you up on something like. Why do I need to be caught up? Can't you just start the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Another disappointment was um, there already was a cartoon called The Clone Wars that I'd watched. It was uh, done by Gendy Tartakovsky. Uh, It was traditionally animated. You know, he's the guy who does like Samurai Jack, Dexter's Lab. Mm -hmm. And that was good. It was sweet. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was pretty lame. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I, I figured. I thought this was just an extension of that because it's this. I mean, it's the same animation style. It's just, um, you know, computer graphics. It's it? not because that that Clone Wars series uh, that we watched is like it's late in the war. It basically is just like the lead up to um, Revenge of the Sith, mm. and the Clone Wars movie is. Like just a little bit after Attack of the Clones, because okay. I guess this is a really long war. Although I have no sense of time, <laughs> they have to get into hilarious hijinks for the next however long. <laughs> Didn't they have to save like uh, Jabba's son or yeah. something? What was his name? <sighs> I remember there was like a transvestite Jabba. Which seemed a little weird. Do you remember that, Sean? I'm struggling to remember names here. His name wasn't Stinky, was it? Yes. Well, that was the son. <laughs> Stinky. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to... Because I'm reading, I'm looking at your post and all the nicknames. Stinky, Sky Guy, Snips, Artui. <laughs> Sky Guy. It's like... Oh, my, that hurts. I, love reading. I wanted to put this on the list because this is one of my all-time, still all-time favorite posts. Just because you just go through the whole experience of, like, the previously on Bone Wars thing comes up and you mention how about how you, you think you said, what the fuck, just a little too loud. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are, like, the oldest people there, except there's, like, a really, like, there's, like, an elderly couple. Like, yeah. like, really confused. Yeah. like, every matinee has to have that, like, old person <laughs> that just stumbled in to the movie. Was this a matinee show? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you said you spent seven fifty. Okay. That'd be a matinee uh, price. That's a cheap matinee that's price. Cheap. Right? <laughs> matinee price now is like eight, maybe not eight or nine dollars. Really? So it's gone up by like a dollar or fifty cents. Shitty yeah. Yuma Theater. It's uh, it's like six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> There's two theaters in Yuma. One's like. Uh, like a modern theater, and the others like, it's fine, but it's 
It's located in historic downtown, which is like a barren wasteland. Like no one <laughs> ever goes there. Yeah, well, you must like five years in the past, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get Bone Wars pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, good times. No, they, she called R two R twoy. R two is already the nickname. You're just making the nickname longer. Fuck that. <sighs> I, I like. I wanted to like it so bad. Like. This is going to be a TV show. Like, this is something I could watch. But no, it's... Cause, and I think it was all because, like, we'd been promised this, like, Fox <laughs> uh, Star Wars show for, like, 17 years or whatever. And I thought this was, like... I was just delusioned that, like, this is what this is going to be. You know, I thought I thought I was getting my Star Wars TV show, but I wasn't. No. Not for us, not for us at all. And yeah. the other thing that hurts is that this is what little kids like. Like, this is, they're going to grow up. Like, this is their Star Wars. And that hurts. It hurts so bad. Some Hurt. people I don't really trust, but I don't completely throw out their opinion, say that this, this show is actually pretty good. But that movie just ruined it. So much for me. I I could never give it a shot. At least now we've got more movies to look forward to. Yay! Let's talk about another movie. Looks right. like we got Dark Knight on this list, and I noticed that the post says Dark Knight Domination. Now, does that refer to just? how awesome the movie was, or the fact that on the uh, blog we had like a whole week dedicated to it. That I week. think it could be all of that, you know. It could be all of that. It's just the build-up. The build-up, and, and it actually built, built up to something awesome, the movie that we all <laughs> loved and, and cherished and people were just talking about like a bunch just during that summer. I mean, especially me. After that summer, in the fall, I started my first semester in film school, and, like, everybody was talking about it just all the time. But I was okay with it, because, yeah, I was all about The Dark Knight. It wasn't like Napoleon Dynamite in high school? When... <laughs> what do you mean? Like, people are doing their Dark Knight impressions? <laughs> yeah. oh, it kind of was. I mean, I feel like people were doing Dark Knight impressions <laughs> a lot back then. What, like... I'm not wearing hockey masks. <laughs> <laughs> why so serious? Why, why so, so, yeah, so, so serious? People yeah. still believe in good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of that stuff is going on. How's that, that uh, Prince album you reviewed? Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> did a classic album Tuesday for Prince's soundtrack to the 1989 Batman. That album's pretty mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic not, not one of Prince's best but you know I wanted to throw in something for Bat Week which was our little uh, week of just posting about about Batman related stuff Sean you reviewed all of the Batman movies I gotta yeah. go back and read that and I remember the most controversial post I wrote during Bat Week was my top 10 Batman villains because I was like fuck 
the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you guys were. Little, I think I put Bane on there, and you guys were like, come on, Bane sucks. <laughs> well, I didn't Bane know anything did about it. Suck. Well, Bane's not that great. <laughs> Killer Croc was on there too. Killer Croc's great. He's dumb. I, feel like I felt like. Do you, do you feel like the Dark Knight Bane is a lot different than the like the comic Bane? I I, I just get from from playing um, from playing uh, Arkham Asylum. I feel like that's how Bane's supposed to be in the comics. I've never actually read a Bane comic, but he just seems totally like like an idiot. Like he's just this big muscly guy. No, Bane's not supposed to be an idiot. I wouldn't he's... say he was an idiot in the movie. No, no, no. I'm saying he's not an idiot in the movie. I'm saying I'm I'm all about him in the movie because he's like hella smart. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be smart. He's supposed to be Batman on steroids. <laughs> but in, in the video game, you just like you just fight him for like a couple of minutes. It's like well, no, they give him a better. They give him his due in uh, Arkham City. Because you, you help him out. And he's like, thanks, buddy. Here's some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was that way in real life. Well, you have the right that friends. W- that week wasn't fair. Sean got to do everything. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> we had Colin to really scrape the bottom of the barrel that week. That common college ready do that Prince soundtrack. I remember I reviewed there is this like Batman straight to DVD animated uh, anthology thing. I didn't even see all of it. I reviewed like what I did see of it, and I was like, "This is sucks." <laughs> Sean got to do the Batman villains T three. He did the retrospectus, and he got to write the review for the Dark Knight. I got, got and you. I got to write a post called Batamation. But Sweet. Florida Home Insurance really liked it, reading the responses. <laughs> We've always had the support of our loyal spam bots. <laughs> yeah. Stuck with us through hard times. I don't know why I would have volunteered to do that T3, because 2008, you guys are all about hating my T3 posts. <laughs> like celebrity families. Yeah, or the very first T3 we ever did, Bill Murray movies. I got so much shit for that. You hadn't seen Meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it yet? No. Pretty good. It's good enough for a sequel that doesn't have Bill Murray. Anyways... That was pretty exciting. We went to go see the movie at Lincoln Square. Uh, I remember being really mad, though, uh, Dark Knight. I'm talking about Dark Knight, not Meatballs. Uh, when we went down, like, the line went all the way down the stairs, out the building. I hate lines, and that was, like, the longest one I'd been in at that point. And while walking back to, you know, through the line to the back of the line, we basically saw, like, every person we'd ever known from high school. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. I enjoyed that. And people in costume. God, I hate people in costume. 
Well, I've always wanted to go in costume, but the wrong costume, but it, it hasn't happened yet. Someday. I guess, I don't know. I feel like Could that'd go. be something you'd have to film, or else I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be worth it. Wouldn't be worth it. I want people, I want reaction shots. I mean, I've been saying for a few years to go to the next Star Trek in, as Star Wars characters. Yeah, but it's not even no, funny anymore. We should, do, we should go to the next Star Trek in Dark Knight costumes. <laughs> I feel like Dark Knight costumes are like, like it's so cool to be like the Joker. Like, like people are still being the Joker in Dark Knight Rises. It's like he's not in this movie, you know? It's like, <laughs> calm down. Or just go to any movie as the Dark Knight. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> don't think you're really excited for it. You go see, I don't know, White House Down. <laughs> not, not to go off on a tangent, but I will. Do you see that there's another movie that's coming out that's exactly like White House Down? Oh, you mean mm-hmm. Olympus Has Fallen? Yeah. I saw like 10 seconds of that trailer on TV today. I was like, what? what is this? There's, and there's also G.I. Joe Retaliation, which has lots of similar shots in the trailer. I'm pumped. This is the year. People are turning against the president. <laughs> Makes me sad. But no, 2008 was awesome. Dark Knight. I don't, I don't even remember, like, before Dark Knight. Because, like, I don't remember being, like, really excited for it. I just remember enjoying it afterwards. I don't really remember how I felt about it, like, beforehand. Like, was I like, oh, this is going to be okay? Or I, I don't remember. A lot of concern about Heath Ledger. Yeah, definitely. But he uh, he pulled through. I mean, in the, in in the performance. Yeah. Not not in life. I know, Jeff. That was there were a lot of good movies in two thousand eight. We don't talk about it as much anymore. But looking at like my top ten list from that year, yeah, some pretty fun ones. In Bruges was two thousand eight. And Wally and uh, the wrestler. Wrestler, didn't we all have the wrestler at the same number? I think number so. three. Yeah, and Grand Trino was on was on my list. And uh, Ghost Town, which is a movie I really liked with Ricky Gervais back when he was still like making things to see. <laughs> he still does that. I suppose he does, but I haven't seen one. End of sentence. <laughs> I remember I really like Zach and Mary make a porno. Thought that was a really funny. That movie. made my top ten, definitely. I enjoyed yeah. that thoroughly. At that time, I was like, "Yes, finally, Kevin Smith, directing good stuff again. Can't wait. Can't wait to see his next project." <laughs> Comic book man. I wish Comic book man had been his next project. His next project was Cop Out. With Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Sean William Terrible. Scott. Yes. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> well, let's let's move on to something else that really meant a lot to us back then. <laughs> Not that cop out meant a lot to us, but uh, <laughs> one of the most frequent kinds of posts back in the day were rock band update posts. Sean, Sean you did a lot of these. Yeah, well, we had to post, like, every day, I guess. And, uh, (laughs) you know, back then, we didn't really know what the blog was. 
And so there were a lot of news posts. Um, and my favorite news posts to do were political ones and also <laughs> uh, updates on, on uh, Rock Band because that had come out just a few months prior. That was, uh, I guess, I think November of uh, 2007 that, that the first Rock Band came out. And, of course, Rock Band 2 would come out uh, in 2008 and, and take the coveted Top Video Game of 2008 award from me. Didn't, wasn't it your number one video game of the decade, too? I believe so. Rock Band so 2. Fun. Yeah. Probably beating out like World of Warcraft. God damn, those games are fun. And so, I mean, just over the course of the year, where I would, you know, post when I when an exciting new DLC was coming out because that was also this is Rock Band was the game that got me on board with the DLC model. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys even remember this, but the first like big case of downloadable content was for the Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion, which is an RPG, and they put out armor for your horse that was like a five dollar thing you could buy <laughs> and it was such a stupid waste of money that like a lot of people were like okay this dlc thing will never take off uh armor but then, for your horse yeah horse armor sounds like a toby keith album <laughs> <laughs> is he like going into battle with his horse yeah, yeah. Dude. Well, he's, he's like you know going to to White House down. <laughs> Gotta go take over the White House so they I can't take my guns away. Armor. armor for my horse. <laughs> got guns for eyes. Always flies north. <laughs> I guess it flies too. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Do you hear his egg? Oh. Uh... <laughs> And, you know, when uh, when Rock Band 2 got announced and they announced the set list for that, I was looking that up and writing about, like, how this would be just the coolest game ever. It's got the greatest songs. Yeah, I read uh, your Rock Band 2 review. Uh, I was surprised to find that you guys wanted to change our band name, like our band that we use in Rock Band 2, because the one we used in Rock Band 1 was Thunderheart, but you thought it wouldn't be right to transfer it over. So the first band name you tried to use was Dickard, <laughs> <laughs> which I can't. <laughs> is that supposed to be like Dick Hard, or is it supposed to be like Picard, but with no, Dick? <laughs> no, it's like how how does Richard become Dick? Like how do you oh, transform that name? Okay, Dickard, but the Rock Band Network wouldn't let you use that one. Oh. I can't remember. So I think he switched to lip shits. <laughs> After the doctor from Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was about I was all about our randomly generated fan fallen harmonicus. Oh yes. <laughs> it's like we just did a randomly generated name of Fallen Harmonicus. <laughs> Something to consider if you ever looking for a band name. Yeah, and uh if you're looking for a year of video games to play through, I would recommend 2008. That's a that's a pretty good one on top of uh, Rock Band 2. Um, Smash Brothers came out in 2008. 
Smash Bros. Brawl, uh, Burnout Paradise, my favorite racing game of all time, Grand Theft Auto 4, a game a lot of people say is maybe the best game ever made. Uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, real men fight each other, anyone? <laughs> That's a good blog post title. Real men fight each other. Yeah, there's a lot of good, funny uh, post styles from that year. Uh, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid 4. Another one. Left for Dead. Shit, that's a hell of a year. No reason there's 112 spam comments on my <laughs> top games of 2008 posts. Good times. So I got some bad times. <laughs> These uh, are embarrassing times. So. <laughs> At one point, we, uh, John and Sean were so dedicated to this blog, they were starting to get a little bit pissed off at me and Nancy, who, you know, weren't posting as much. Probably me in particular, where I didn't post much during the early days. But at one point, it just got to, uh, got to the point where John said, you know, fuck this, I'm not, I'm not gonna be a part of this blog if you guys aren't pulling your weight. And Sean was like, ooh. I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'll quit too, cause solidarity. Yeah, I, like why not? John's trying to get you guys the post, and he and he was like, you know, Sean and I do all the posting. So I was like, all right, I got my own blog I can write on. I wasn't yeah, like I, you know, practicing music like twenty four hours a day and failing all my classes. <laughs> yeah, you you wrote a reply to to John quitting. It was something along those lines. You know, it's all like... Too busy failing all my classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess me and Sean just expected a lot. I was reading, like, at when we hit our 300 post mark, and, like, Nancy had 33 posts, Colin had 30, Sean had 100, <laughs> and then I had 135. So I had 102 more posts like uh, than Nancy. So that's so ridiculous to think that like 102, 135 posts. And then you know so, so many of those posts were like bullshit too. Yeah, probably like a paragraph long. Like when I'd write about, like I saw a Star Magazine today that said Dr. Phil's last days. <laughs> <laughs> this is worth writing about. That is an actual post where I wrote about how I was like, you know all those magazines talk about it's like Dr. Phil's last days? Is it really? I guess not. Here's the Dr. Phil's last days is five years ago. Makes you think. I feel I feel like I quit twice. Did you? Maybe the second uh, time it was unannounced. Uh, okay. Just extended hiatus. Yeah, maybe that by that point we had figured out, hey, if we've got problems with each other, instead of just posting on the blog, maybe we should just talk. Just talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> like a real men do. Yeah, maybe. Well, something about our friendship is that we, you know, for as long as we've all been friends, we've never really fought, like, in real <laughs> life. <laughs> That's my recollection. We've had our differences, but like it's never, 
It's we've never like been really angry at each other. I don't think. Yeah, it's just like I'm kind of mad that he went and saw this movie without me. But whatever, it's I'll kinda... deal with it because it's just what you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nothing they do. So we had to get used to not fighting on the internet. Uh, yeah, I think we've, we've gone a while without fighting on the internet. I wouldn't count this as a positive memory either, but I, I guess so, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one that's also not so much of a positive memory was Nancy's top ten of the most hated Mariners of all time, which I believe... <laughs> It was very appropriate for that 2008 season, which was, you know, just awful. Won over or lost over a hundred games. Bunch of really bad, overpaid players like Richie Sexton and Jose Vidro and <laughs> Jared Washburn. I just the the thing that sticks out to me the most is after we hired Jackson Renzik, and I would like. I went to, I think I went to opening day that year. We got Griffey, yeah, 2009. And I just remember sitting in the stands, and for the first time in, like, three years, there wasn't, like, four people in the lineup that I hated. <laughs> like, I was actually, like, excited. I, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> boo during, like, <laughs> the starting lineup. So. <laughs> So I think that's what inspired this. I mean, I feel like half these players are on the... Eh, maybe not. What I love is for your picture of Richie Sexton, it's when he charged the mound. That was so awesome. God. I remember... It was like, so uncalled for. He really <laughs> didn't need to. Yeah, it like wasn't even close to his head. It was just kind of high. That's he's so scary. He's huge. <laughs> and he threw <laughs> his helmet. I remember I was in my in my dorm. And my dorm was like pretty far away from uh, the rest, like, my actual room in the dorm was, you know, down the hall away from John and Ben and all those guys, and and so I remember it happened, and I was kind of, I think I was on my computer or something, and and I looked over at the TV, and he was charging the mound, and I was freaking out, and I ran out into the hallway, and everyone was, like, running out into the hallway, like, oh my god, you see what it was just one of those awesome college dorm moments that was... God, I miss living in a dorm. It was awesome. Did he throw his helmet at the guy? Yeah. Like, like he threw his helmet and then, yeah, at the guy, and then he tackles him. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. Like, it was so, like, premeditated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was going through a rough year. He was mm. not playing well at that point. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't, like, really agree with some of these... Um, Mariners. I just put them on because I know a lot of people hate him. <laughs> like, I don't hate Bob Melvin. Like, he's not a bad manager. I do. <laughs> but like, yeah, John and Sean, especially Sean, like hates Bob Melvin. <laughs> like, it just kind of sucks that he had like one of the best teams in baseball that all got super old at the same time. And then like Heathcliff Slocum. Yeah, we traded some really good people for him, but he was he wasn't bad. He was actually fine. He like helped us make the playoffs. 
But everyone's like, fuck you. Because he totally made that trade. I don't feel like people hate John Halama. Do they? <laughs> I was always a bad one. I love things. <laughs> My family yeah, did for some reason. Yeah. My I dad it hates was, Dave it was, it was mostly for the fact that there was that one game in 2001 where we had the huge lead. And I feel like he was responsible for blowing it. That's the one reason, apparently. I, I wish I could remember what that the score was because I feel like it was some really big numbers. Okay, so here's something weird. So on my baseball team down here, uh, there's this one guy. He's like from New York. I think he's my age. And but he's like a he's he says that the Mariners are one of his favorite teams. He's kind of like a weird guy, and he's like he's like, hey, do you remember Jeff Cirillo? And I'm like, uh, yeah, Fuck yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like all about Jeff Cirillo. <laughs> he was like, he was one of my favorite Mariners. I'm like, what? <laughs> like why? Like, hey man, like, he kept his batting average over 200. <laughs> man, that is sad. He batted two twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, like, that's over two hundred. Yeah, like that's like what Dustin Ackley batted. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not that bad. He was like universally hated. Yeah, that's like how warped my mind is. Or like, what's good anymore? I think <laughs> I found. Yeah, he was playing in Colorado. This is a quote where AJ could probably hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we ever get AJ I've... to play our softball team? No. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, he played wiffle ball with us, but I don't think he ever played softball. I found that game where the Mariners blew a huge lead, but I don't even know if John Hama pitched in it. <laughs> but sometime in 2001, we we blew a 14 to two lead. In the seventh inning. That's so crazy. Could you imagine that? We still won 116 games, though. So. <laughs> that could have been the, the one. That could have been the one. 14-2 lead. Yeah, hated Mariners. Hilarious. I love Bobby Ayala card here. <laughs> Lose stepson. Rumors. Rupanella. Great. God, he sucked. Why? Why did we ever get him? Do you know? Bobby Ayala? Yeah. Because he's Lupinella's stepson. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He was, like, he wasn't bad. He wasn't always bad. Like he was our closer for a while. To be the closer, you have to be good for some time. That's why I assume sometime in his life Jose Mesa was good at pitching. I just don't remember it. Like, closers, you always have bad memories of, unless, you know, unless you're Kaz Sasaki, who, like, you know, fell down the stairs and ended his career or whatever, you know? Like, your career always ends on a poor note if you're a closer. <laughs> yeah. Like, Brandon Please. League. I hate Brandon League because of, you know, two years ago he was fine, but last year he was freaking terrible, so it's like... I hate him. Closers get a bad rap. I like how Bobby Ayala in this baseball card, he kind of looks like Kenny Powers. 
<laughs> You're fucking out. Yeah. Funny. Or something. Uh, or something. Let's get something to lift our spirits. Obama Rama. A lot of posts about Obama in 2008 on our blog. Yeah, which is strange because we don't post about politics ever. We just did a lot in 2008 because it was... Time for change. Yeah, it was exciting. so exciting. Yeah, I remember the election night. I had a moment, like, I guess, like when Richie Sexton charged the mound in Matt's dorm, except it was when the president got elected in my dorm. And was running around being like, yeah, it was sweet, black president, we did it. Yeah, but I feel like world. that's like, it's not quite the same, I don't think, not because of the importance, but because of like, there was two possible outcomes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was either going to be president or not going to be president. <laughs> you didn't so know. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, it was more surprising, I think, that uh, Richie Sexton... So that made it more special. And, like, <coughs> it also made it special because, like, who the hell is watching the Mariners game, like, in late August? Or I guess it wouldn't be August, but, you know, it was late, you know. G- June, June. Late June. Yeah, late June. Like, in an empty dorm, like, well, I guess weirdos like us would be, but <laughs> it was just funny. Anyway, sorry, Sean. Uh, but as far as, like, the posting, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, it was all about just sometimes you got to get a post out there. It's been a, it's been a quiet day or two, and, and uh, I've I posted lots of stuff, like keeping people up to date with the election, keeping people up to date with the economy, posting, like, videos of, you know, like, TV shows where we're talking about stuff. And maybe yeah, I remember you posted, like, right after the economy and, you know, crashed in a big way the name of that post was we only got four minutes to save the economy <laughs> we only got four minutes when did that song come out that was probably 2008 that was probably that was a hot joint back then whatever that means sure <laughs> yeah 2008 at least the the single yeah it's all 2008 well, they got four minutes. Four minutes. That was a big deal. I remember hearing that in the gym like every other song. <laughs> so good. I just can't imagine myself writing political posts, and I did write a few. I'm sure they were just like copy and pasted from other websites. <laughs> I think you were the one who wrote you know, the post after he got elected. I don't think you wrote I'm, much. You I'm too like, afraid to read it. Yeah. I feel like it's only like two paragraphs. You're like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. I don't really have much to say, but this is pretty awesome. I wonder if I wrote, I probably didn't write about my personal experience. Oh, well, there wasn't really any story. I was eating Burger Master and I was watching Reanimator at the same time. I was like, I, had, I, you know, I was watching that on one screen and Obama on the other screen. I just remember being kind of disappointed because like, it was the first time I ever voted and like Washington... I, you know, I didn't realize that the, the, most elections are decided well before Washington's even counted. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, I was kind of bummed out. Do you guys go to a voting station? No, I just 
they just sent me in the mail. Like, I wanted to go to a voting station, but, like, I just got the thing in the mail. They're like, do this. And I was like, oh, okay. I remember an absentee state. What? We're an absentee state now. Like, that was my one shot, I think. Well, I went to a voting station. I went to a voting station this year, too. But, yeah, I guess they just send them out. There are, it's still there are, it's still like voting in person, so it was, you know feels right. Okay, that's cool. I thought it was. I thought we were entirely absentee at this point. There's still voting stations. They still exist. All right. I went to one this year. I because I remember back in 2008, Kevin said that they're not going to exist. I bet you, you know, twenty dollars. <laughs> and this year, I voted in one. So maybe there was twenty dollars. Maybe that was a, maybe maybe that was a ruse. <laughs> He'd probably give it to you. He's Kevin. He's got limitless money. <laughs> like, all right, just this time. I'm trying to get Kevin on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the top aviation event of 2008? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss KevinLemmy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still find that? I don't think so. That's so good. I remember he took it down because he wrote about going on a trip with my parents and my parents' friends. And I didn't read it, but I guess he said some some things they didn't want known. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the full title of his website was Kevin Levy, the man, the myth, the sexual predator. He wanted that to be the name of the blog, but he's like, eh, I'll just make it like a subtitle for my blog. The man, the myth, the sexual. So good. I feel like that's just something Kevin would say, like, not even, like, understanding what he's saying. Yeah. It just comes out of his mouth. There's no comprehension. And a smile. Just like Sean's Cliff Robertson post. <laughs> One of my favorite posts. Uh, our first April Fool's post. And it fooled me. If, I, so, uh, if you guys don't mind me reading it a little bit of it. Go for it. I'll just, this is basically, it was R.I.P. Cliff Robertson, the actor. In, who basically in remembrance of him dying, supposedly. Which he, which he did, but... He was flying his Messerschmitt BF-108 when a gaggle of geese got in his path, causing him to swerve out of the way. Robertson then miraculously flew through a barn before crashing into a combine harvester, instantly <laughs> killing him. I think that's enough, but I can't believe that. I read that and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I believe that. I believe that Cliff Robertson was flying a plane and crashing into a combine harvester. <laughs> I feel like Sean's got a real serious tone in his writing that makes things believable. <laughs> I, I guess I've lost that because now I turn in papers and the professors are like, this is really funny. And I'm like, I didn't even make jokes. <laughs> I feel like I don't Jerry Seinfeld. We were doing lots of rest in peace posts in 2008. Like whenever a celebrity died, we would we would write about it, and there were a lot of really sad celebrity deaths 
that year, uh, like Bernie Mac and Michael Crichton. But Cliff Robertson made it several years past this. I don't know why I thought like that would be the idea for well, April Fools. Well, that was the thing you and John used to always do. Like at the beginning of each year, you'd 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 wager on whatever celebrity you guys thought would die over the course of the year. <laughs> and Sean's go-to guy was always Cliff Robertson. He just looked really sick in Spider-Man three and two. Didn't look yeah, like he was I, doing good. I retired after that game after getting it right two years in a row. I was like, this <laughs> isn't good. Because I, I got Charlton Heston for the for 2008. And he did indeed die. And Sean posted an Arrest in Peace uh, post and had a link to his Wikipedia. So tragic. But <laughs> I don't know. This one. Something about this one. You just really want him to die. It was so shocking when he finally did die. Like, and Sean I, I didn't do an RIP for it. No. Out of respect. Yeah. Okay. He already, he already did one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. To me, he'd been dead for like four years. He died a hero. Well, no, not really. He died not crashing into birds. I'm trying to Speaking... find the best spam comment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. This could take a long time. And never mind. Let's go to the next one. How about uh, the Mariners again? When someone wrote about Russell Brandon signing with the team. I have to refresh my memory, John. Um, I mean, that's it. I, 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 I guess I'll just have to find it, the article. You're excited. We're making big changes. Yeah, I mean, this was right after Jack Zarenzik had taken over as general manager. It felt like there was there was something new and Dr. hopeful Zoinks. in the air. Yeah, it's Dr. Zoinks, as you called him. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that nickname didn't catch on. It's funny how, like, I guess this was... Well, I remember they signed some, like, outfielder to a minor league deal, but it was, like, a legit minor league deal like he was going to like single a or something but i was so excited about it for some reason even though he wasn't like a real player and he had like never made any impact but this felt like a definite first move and and even though there was no real way to like think that he was going to be any good you know like yeah but he was so good this is even exciting. Yeah. The muscle. And we signed uh, signed Gutierrez not too long after that, too. Well, that, that was a trade. Oh, yeah. That big, that big, that big trade. Yeah. That turned out well, too. Didn't we acquire Mike Crap as well? In that trade, yeah. That was back when he was, like, morbidly obese. Scary man just looked at the window of the room I'm in. <laughs> I think it was a police officer. Anyway. I like that you cited your sources at the end of your post about Russell Brand. Yeah, well done. Nice. It's brimming I with see- integrity. Yeah. 
And it's cool because I was all about Russell Brandon. He had this sweet country song about being born in a small town. And <laughs> he's awesome. He just had the most epic truck. swings, the most epic home runs, towering home runs, Seriously. as Rick Riz would call them. Well, he called every single contact he made. Yeah, towering, towering infield fly. <laughs> I mean, Somehow think I, about, yeah. like, he was the last Mariner to hit 30 home runs. And technically, Didn't, I think Jose he's... Lopez do it the same year? No, that, no he hit 25. Hmm. Bad. Yeah, seriously. Remember when he was like number two in the batting lineup? What yeah. was up with that? Well, that sparked that sparked the infamous uh, uh, soundbite. They still play on uh, uh, sports radio, KJR, all the time. Uh, do you guys remember Nicole Zalumis? Uh, yeah. Yeah, famous, so. you know. And uh, so she she was inter- inter- interviewing uh, Russell Brannion. <laughs> For uh, for I guess it was FSN back then, and she goes, so like so Russell, how do you like the two hole? <laughs> and they, they 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 play that like all the time. How do you like the two hole? Use it as a drum all the time. Very classy. Very classy. How do you like the two? <laughs> Is Russell Brandon still play? Um, he was with the Angels. I think he was in AAA last year with the Yankees. Last time I read about him was when he got injured in that pizza restaurant. <laughs> Remember that? It's a really weird article. It's like, the pizza is too hot, and then he like, hit his head. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wasn't he all about, like, domestic abuse or something? I don't think he was all about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. I think he was arrested when he was with the Indians for, for uh, domestic violence. Which was funny because... Like yeah, that one well, is not. Funny. <laughs> I just but when when he signed with us, you never heard anyone talk about it, and then, and then that we had that re- that really ugly looking reliever, I can't remember his name, but he like beat his wife, and they sent him down to AAA, like immediately, and then they like released him, like a little bit later, and they were all talking about how, you know. The Mariners have a strong stance against domestic violence, and then and then when they traded for that other guy who, like, was a rapist, <laughs> who was a minor oh, yeah. league, and so like that was like a huge deal and all this stuff. But no one ever talks about Russell Brand and how he like beat his wife like multiple times. So, I just maybe it's, you know if you hit dingers, it's all good. <laughs> I want a Russell Brandian movie now. He kind of looks like a really thick Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> so if Vigo Mortensen could just bulk up, they could call it the muscle. The Weird. poster's him punching his uh, wife. Mm. Very classy. Uh, I, I like this being a separate entry because uh, I have fond memories of the 2009 season. And I guess it's it's fun to see that Maybe even in late 2008, we started having reasons to get excited about that season after just being how, like, 2008 was one of the worst Mariners seasons I ever had to witness. What the fuck? And I like that we had hope again. What is this picture? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, it looks like we've been linked a picture of, uh, you know, that all your base are belong to us <laughs> guy. I don't even know what that is. I never it's heard like a of it. Popular meme from like a video game. All your is it a baseball video game? No, it's it's a sci-fi game called uh, Zero Wing. And it's just horribly translated, but like, even though it, it's translated really badly, they have it like spoken. So they have like the guy go, "All your base are belong to us." All your base are belong. When to was that? We have no chance to survive. Make your time. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff like that, like the "Welcome to Die" in the X Men video game. Yeah. Welcome to die. Welcome to die. I think the most famous line from that, besides all your base are belong to us, is someone says, uh, somebody set up, set up us the bomb. Somebody set up us the bomb. <laughs> That's like set out loud. There's a sweet techno remix of it that uh, I think like someone at the Something Awful forums made. It's pretty great. All right. Let's see. Move on from hardball to softball. Eh, our softball our softball team formed in 2008 and there's a pretty good post about it. <laughs> I just like how uh well basically Nancy, you know, talked about each member of the team and it was very colorful. Oh, you're talking about his season preview post. Mm-hmm. Where he says, James Whalen is a lazy SOB <laughs> who quit baseball because he didn't want to play the field. And that Ben Toll weighed in at a hefty 350 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good post. Uh, but let, let's, let's talk about our, 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 our first softball season all together. I remember going into that really. We won like three games, right? Three? Yeah. I mean, it was especially bad because we went into it not really knowing what softball is like, playing among adults as, as softball is. And we thought, well, you know, we got experience with baseball in general. Let's go and do the medium league. Yeah. Which, bad idea because even like everybody in the easy league is like hitting dingers all the time <laughs> so with the medium league it's like just non-stop every pitch is a digger we just gotta sit there in the field and watch these 30 year old douchebags around the bases well that first season didn't we actually end up in like the highest league because the medium was full yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. And I think, but, but I think there was another team that was in our same situation, right? Yeah, we the, dominated them. <laughs> nice, the Rockers. The Rockers. Yeah, I learned a lot about myself because I'd never really played baseball. Like I didn't play as a kid, so this was like all new to me. I remember my first game playing out in right field. My first pop fly, it hit me straight like in the forehead, and then like blood started coming down my face. And I was like, all right. And all right. I, <laughs> and then I realized that I wasn't good at batting either. Like, I always swing too early. And so I, like, tomahawk the ball. And the only reason I could get to, like, first base is because, one, I'm fast. And, two, the pitchers are usually, like, morbidly obese guys with, like, one eye and a wooden leg. So it's like, they're not going to get to the ball in time. That was, like, 
uh, one the thing we had over most of the teams was that they were so like like old and fat that they couldn't like field the ball. So you just had to hit through the cracks. Because, I mean, we'd either do that or we'd just pop it up. Mm -hmm. Pop it up. But Which is still infinitely better than the other teams who, like, wouldn't give us a break at all for being new to the sport. And, like, any time we didn't throw a perfect strike, they would, they would take the balls and walk all the time. Be like, oh, you know, I'd swing if you actually threw a strike. Like, it's so hard to hit a ball in softball. <laughs> this is why I hate slow-pitch softball. Like, I can't hardly play it anymore. I mean... The point, the ball's fucking huge. The point is you're supposed to f swing at the ball. It's like a fucking beach ball coming out. You hit it. And they're lobbing it to you at zero miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no humility in that game, which is what baseball is all about. You know? I, just, I just love how we got all like our bro-type friends involved somehow, you know. <laughs> like Evan and Will and stuff. Yeah. Those guys come on a lot. Those are friendships like, we'll have. Yeah, they would like talk shit to the other team <laughs> because they take so many balls and they'd like get in verbal arguments with the, <laughs> the other teams, which was kind of amusing, but it's also kind of like, you know, calm down. It's just softball. It's not a big deal. But it was pretty entertaining. But, you know, we had our moments. We did beat the Rockers. That was great. I think that was the one game we won that season. I had one catch in the outfield. That was right. a good day. That right. was the game where we split. We split a. Uh, we had a two. Um, Double hit. You know, two games, and uh, we 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 won one. So we had like a total of like three. We were like three and nine, or however many games we played. <laughs> I also remember. Um, we were experimenting on who was going to be catcher and we put Sean yeah. behind the plate and that was a bad yeah, idea. It worked so, cause I didn't, I didn't just stand up like everyone does. And that's what I did when I caught in the future. But that first game I actually like kneeled down and I like cut the hell out of my knee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how, but I like ruined my knee. It took like weeks to recover from playing catcher <laughs> in one game. I think the dunk took over at that point at catcher. Oh God. <laughs> uh, well, you, yeah, I didn't you end good. up being the catcher in future I, seasons? Eventually, I had to have I, they had to give me plenty of opportunities to prove myself <laughs> in the outfield. It just never really happened. <laughs> so I remember so many times where the ball would go, it'd be like leading towards you know, or like near the foul line. And then, like, I'd, I'd, you know, I'm trying to scoop it up, and it'd go past me, and then it'd go deep into the foul zone. Everyone's like, get it, get it. <laughs> I have to run back into the corner and pick up the ball. It's super embarrassing. And that didn't happen all the time. I wasn't, like, the worst fielder ever. I really didn't get, like, that many plays. But, like, the few plays that I did get were wasted opportunities. <laughs> Not everyone can be, uh, who's amazing? Who's amazing on our team? Evan. Evan. Evan, MVP, definitely. My dad hates Evan. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he just hates how he's, like, not a team player and, like, doesn't... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But he's always, whenever we, I bring up softball and how it was fun and, like, how I liked hanging out with all those guys and everyone had a good time, he's like... He's always, like... 
belittling my coaching ability like I'm trying to like win a championship or something. <laughs> like like people don't respect you, Matt. You gotta like get people to hit the cutoff man and stuff. I'm like, oh. you know Was it mean? the end of our first season where like three of us showed up for the game and we still played it? I believe it was more than three of us. <laughs> it was uh me and my brother Alex and Maximum Brockman. Maximum Brockman, nice. That was yeah, a late. Was, Alex was what, like thirteen at the time? Yeah. And you had to be eighteen <laughs> to play in the league. Well, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then John Cleveland and Matt. So there were five my, of us. My dad played. Yeah, John's dad. Six. Six. Six Chris, people. Chris Post was there, and he brought a friend. So I believe we had but, eight. But, but like some of those people showed up as we were playing the game. We didn't start with that either. <laughs> they wouldn't allow. They wouldn't have let us start with. I remember playing like Alex was first base and I was the rest of the infield. <laughs> who? Who? Oh yeah, Alex, and I Alex was, was second or third. Yeah, I don't know. I second. wasn't there. <laughs> Alex played second. I made Max pitch initially. I think only because I just wanted to play shortstop, <laughs> and then uh, and then he was so bad that I finally said, "Fuck it, I'll pitch." Well, I, these guys like didn't care at all. Like we, they were just slapping, you know, home yeah. runs, triples, and shit. <laughs> like, really, you can't bunt or something just to like mercy rule yourselves. Yeah. And then uh, I just remember, like, nothing was going right for us. Like. I was pitching and John's dad was playing first base and I, and I, I got a ball grounder back to me, perfect. And I, you know, John's dad was right at the base and I, and I, but I tried to throw it too soft to him and it was like just out of his reach and he fell over in the dirt and everyone was like, oh god, we're it was so bad. So we'd be out there for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes for half the inning, then we'd go up to hit and it'd be like three up, three down. Yeah. We're all over. <laughs> Yeah. And then the funniest part to me at least about this is we had this like little Asian umpire, I remember. And like a couple weeks later, I played in a tournament for this like all urban team. <laughs> like it was like people from the hood were on this <laughs> team in SeaTac. I don't even remember how I got involved in this. I was the only white person, like, in the entire tournament. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm playing on this team, and everyone's super nice, and I, I, I run into this umpire again, and I say, hey, were, were you in that league in Kirkland a few weeks ago? And he goes, oh, yeah, you were that team that didn't have, like, any players. And, and he asked specifically about Alex, and he said, <laughs> he's like, was that kid 18? I'm like, no, I think he's, like, 13. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I didn't think that was... Uh, but he wasn't. I think he respected uh, that we wanted to play. You know, we wanted to get our game in. We paid our good money. I think it was probably a good indicator of how out of place we were that, like, most of the teams had, like, their own custom made shirts or jerseys or stuff. And we all just went and bought shirts from Dick's Drive In Burger Place. I think that was the best part. That, that made us feel legit. Yeah, because people are like, you guys are sponsored by Dicks? Yeah. And we always said, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Except we couldn't call our team the Dicks. <laughs> we should have. 
We had to be dicks. Were we cat fancy our first year? Probably. Yeah, we were because I remember the Rockers like, like one of their fans was like, oh, that's not a very good name. He's like, oh yeah, you're the Rockers. That's a really good name. Yeah, you're gonna lose to Cat Fancy. I wrote a post about Twice. us beating the Rockers. It's called Cat Small Rockers. I can I, so I have the score on hand. Let's see. Nice. We won first game 14-8, and the second one 10-9. Pretty close. <laughs> it was great. Good times. Just like uh, the TV show Robin Big, which, Matt, you did a top ten episodes of. <laughs> this is on some... the list. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pat out the list. You know what my favorite episode of Robin Big is? And I'm sure that you mentioned it. Was the one where Rob wore the fat suit. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, of course. Big, big Bob. <laughs> because... Not only did he wear a fat suit, but they gave him stilts. And yeah. it made him like seven foot eight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Like it's like he did not look like a human. It's like <laughs> of course everyone's gonna stare at him. Of course it's gonna be difficult. No one's that big. And then he's like trying to drop in on the half pipe with his stilts on. It's like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like it, I think it would have been funnier if he just you know just wore the fat suit. Yeah, why do you have to be so tall? <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I've got to know what you're... Yeah. I've never seen this show. What is it about? It's about best friends. It's about a skateboarder and his best friend who's also his bodyguard. And one, and the skateboarder's a tiny little white guy and the bodyguard's a big fat black guy. And they go on adventures. Pretty much. It's It's pretty entertaining. Well, Big Bob is your number two, oh, no. uh, but your your number one was the finale when Big Black knocks up some bitch. <laughs> and he has to finally move out. That's it's an emotional day of flashbacks and mediocrity. <laughs> That's why it's number one. <laughs> you said, you said it's not the best episode, but it's the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I remember some of these. I remember Dirty Girl. Dirty Dude, girl. Girl. Dude, girl. It's because they get that, like, was he like Big Black's uncle or something? Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> I pretty much watched this show, you know, because of John Cleveland. Oh, God, that's some good times. <laughs> How long did it last? Uh, Two seasons? Yeah. Maybe. I'm just surprised that I've seen most of these episodes. <laughs> I mean, if you watch MTV long enough, you'll see them. I guess I was still watching MTV in 2008. I was just barely holding on. I'm surprised I've seen all these episodes. (laughs) I feel like you had to do some research for it. You had to ask John Cleveland's opinion on the best moments of Robin Big. Turn in the Pool was pretty good. I believe this post was made during the week that Sean and John had quit. So it's up to me and Nancy to take over and blog content. Dirty also girl. test. Yeah, I think there's only like three posts. I did like a movie review and a CAT, and Nancy did this. Well, I just she remember, tried. I remember the the process. Like I hated doing T3s because like T3s are the worst. They take 
like four hours to do. They take forever. And not so much. And on it this takes one. a long time just to just to write the post. So then you yeah. got to find ten images online yeah. and plug that in. It's awful. I'm glad we do this instead of yeah. writing T threes. Yeah, I just so remember it's twice as long. Well, yeah, but it's more fun. Well, I, don't, I don't think it does, actually. I think it takes less time. Oh, Matt, did you know that you used the same Bobby Ayala card in your My <laughs> Deepest Apologies post after John and I quit the blog? As There he is again, looking like Kenny Powers. <laughs> it's a popular image. I don't even why. I don't get that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because... Everyone's like disappointed with each other. Bobby Ayala was the biggest uh, of the Bears. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Another big disappointment. The happening. Ugh. Or as Sean, as Sean called it in his review, the crappening. Nice. Was this one originally titled Fuck You M. Night Shyamalan or is that another post? No, it was originally titled Fuck You M. Night Shyamalan. But I was like, uh, this is, that is so, that's messed up. You can't do that with a blog post. This was, this was the big disappointment. I feel like me and Sean still were kind of holding on, you know, like, you know, everyone hated Lady in the Water, but we're like, yeah, you know, he's okay. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll bounce back. <laughs> and he makes, like, one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we went to go see it. And <laughs> I just thought about one of the classic scenes when a man is <laughs> killed by a lawnmower. <laughs> and then Nancy has to go, that's what I call mowing the lawn. <laughs> classic. Not even like remotely clever. <laughs> that's what's it's clever just amusing about it. when anyone says anything in a theater. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a it's a smart you know satire on you know this movie's not clever, so (laughs) I'm not going to say anything clever. (laughs) Peter was sitting next to me at that part, and he had his eyes closed. I was making fun of him. I feel kind of bad for that now. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like for some reason when we went to see that movie, there were like a bunch of teenagers in the audience, and after the movie ended, they were all like, "Oh." Fuck that man. Fuck this shit. Everyone was pissed. Which they should have been. <laughs> Before the movie they were pumped though. I don't remember hating it when I saw it. I do. <laughs> I remember the like I was like, uh oh, things aren't looking good when um who was it? Someone I recognized said there appears to be an event happening, and they never <laughs> like go further than that. It's like the vaguest was, dialogue. I believe it was Alan Ruck. Oh, Alan Ruck! God, I like that guy. And his one big seed. And I just remember like watching the movie and thinking, "This is supposed to be a horror movie, but nothing is scary. Like this is supposed to be a sci-fi movie, but they don't explore the science at all. It just like happens around them." Uh, you know, every character that's like mildly interesting is immediately killed off and taken away, and like the only constant is is Mark Wahlberg, and he is turning in by far the worst performance of his entire career. It's oh, kind God. of astounding, really, because you would you watch his other performances; he's 
I don't think he's ever been even remotely as bad as he is here. I haven't seen some of his worst movies, but it's like he doesn't even know what acting is. And it's, you know, it's not like the dialogue's helping him, but yeah, <laughs> it's just so badly done. And and yet, it's not badly done enough that you can like laugh at it and enjoy it as you know. I hate to even say a B movie, like a C or a D movie. You might. Uh, it's just boring and poorly executed. It was one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen. Because, I mean, we went into it not knowing too much, but thinking, all right, well, Shaman's coming back to Aliens. And, you know, those first three movies of his I really liked. So he's done with his weird digressions into, like, weird communities, which is what the village and lady in the water were and, and we thought well this would be him writing his ship and that definitely was not the case yeah i think the one big moment for me i guess uh, not, it's not like a like a pivotal scene in the movie but i remember they're out in a in a field and they're like oh my god and then there's like the music and then like it zooms up on a tree like <laughs> like yeah it's a tree <laughs> There's totally scenes of them like running through a meadow and like, oh god, the flowers! The wind! It's like trying to make nothing scary. It's not <laughs> possible. You, you, you can't make a tree scary if it's just it looks like a tree. <sighs> of course, there's the scene when they're in the old woman's house trying to avoid the wind. And, you know, she looks up the stairs at Mark Wahlberg and says, you're trying to kill me, aren't you? Out of nowhere. <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg just goes, no, ma'am, no. I never what? what? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, then that scene ends. That's yeah. it for that scene. And it's like, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> or sick. When also, when he's like in that lady's house and he goes into that room and there's like this thing on a bed and then it's like a doll and you think it's a person but it's a doll. <laughs> like, uh, if you don't remember the scene that clearly, it, it just it didn't make any sense. And then I'm pretty sure like he turns around and she's there and she like screams at him. <laughs> it is one of the weirdest points in a movie that whole, just that whole portion of the film with the, the old lady. It takes so many people to make a movie. I just don't understand how something like The Happening actually happens. <laughs> it was shot very nicely, though. Sure. I believe I gave it a full star, of just just based on that. Attack Fujimoto. It's like, eh, it looks part. nice. I assume the music was okay. Like, the deaths aren't even that cool. Yeah, some of them were definitely uncool, but there there's some cool ones. Mowing the lawn was was not wasn't bad. There was someone who like got into a lion cage. No, I'd say the deaths were good. When someone got in the lion cage, you got killed by a lion. But the John Leguizamo death is really lame. What was the John Leguizamo death? You like, literally named the two I remember. He's in a car and it crashes, and then he just he he, he walks out of the car and he sits on the ground and then he starts cutting his uh, wrist with glass. Uh, yeah, it's pretty lame. I was surprised to see John Leguizamo in a movie at the theater, so that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Not anymore. And that's the end of that. Uh, just like how at the movies we kept posting about. 
We, we didn't become a f- fans of it till like 2007. Mm-hmm. It was a bad time to become fans. Yeah, because that was... A transitional period. By the time Roger Ebert was going through surgery and was no longer on the show, so we kind of just got to know it through Richard Roper and his revolving door of guest critics, which wasn't so bad. Yeah, I liked most of his guest critics. Yeah, A.O. Scott and Michael Phillips, and then Robert Wolanski, my favorite, because yeah. Oprah never agreed. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> but then it all started getting real bad. They got the two, the two, the two Bens. Ben Mankiewicz yeah. and Ben Lyons. Yeah, ben they... Lyons, who said I Am Legend was one of the great American classics. <clears throat> yeah, I remember they were also the guys who, when Synecdoche, New York came out, they didn't really, like, review it. They are just like, you know, I just didn't get it. That's my review. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, you guys are film critics. Fucking do your job. Yeah, they were bad. And... Well, the, I mean, they were brought on because they were the producers of that show or, or whoever was trying to shift the focus away from movie reviews to like celebrity gossip like make it a like e-entertainment show and it just didn't work at all uh yeah especially because we were like the at the movies website was pretty new i think and you could go back and watch a review of any movie and and we realized how much we enjoyed the at the movies format uh, yeah, because it was a format where you got to see really smart film critics having in-depth discussions, and the way they reformatted it was kind of the opposite. They're trying to dumb it down, and that completely goes against the appeal of that show. And it's really unfortunate, because At The Movies was kind of the one place where you could get you know, that kind of criticism on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I, after that, I turned to podcasts. That's how I got into film spotting and started sort of that part of my life. Yeah. Uh, but we posted a lot about at the movies because they kept being like, "All right, well, we're canceling it. Oh, we're not canceling it. We're bringing on different hosts." And it sucked. It was painful to watch. It was good when they got rid of the two bands and brought A.O. Scott and Michael Phillips on. Because those guys are two of my favorite critics, but I guess that was just too smart mm-hmm. for it to last. I don't know. Yeah. They don't have the sex appeal. The bad sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the time that got canceled, uh, I was out. I didn't, I didn't even give Roger Ebert's new show a chance. Uh, you know, I remember he did that PBS criticism yeah i think i saw an episode or two but it's like eh. it's not like he was on it he was like sort of with his cyber chin yeah yeah he he has that voice thing where it's like simulating his voice now that's kind of cool i don't even know if that show's still on i doubt it i think no it it got canceled because no one was watching i like wanted to watch it but it was like impossible to find out when it was on (laughs) Yeah, I just kind of randomly found it on TV when I was flipping through channels. Like I was like totally ready to watch it, but it was really confusing. Speaking of confusing, uh, here's a T3 that I did, uh, kind of indicative of the 2008 mindset of 
we're like running out of time. I got to get a post up. I mean, there are lots of of T3s where I like talk about, oh my God, it's really late at night and I got to rush this out. I remember my top 10 video game peripherals is written from that point of view. But I, I guess the one, one you guys decided to put on this list was my top 10 uh, scary monsters of the deep. Officially titled <laughs> Top 10, uh, er, uh, well. <laughs> well, it's pretty funny what you wrote about each one, too. Like, for the blue whales, these fuckers are the biggest things ever alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really colorful, um, uh, you know, uh, dialogue. Or, you know, what was what you wrote fun about. writing that post was... That's like one of the few I did no research for. That was that was just like in my free time. A lot of <laughs> I look up like weird creatures of the deep, and so that was something I could put together relatively easily. Because uh, they're like some of those things do amaze me. Like the blue whale is the biggest thing that has ever lived that we know about. Like throughout all of history, nothing has been on this earth that's bigger than a blue whale, and that that impresses me. Uh. The octopus stuff. Always, always been a huge fan of the octopus. That, that's that's just a part of who I am. That's octopus appreciator. Yeah, we had spirited discussions in octopus in uh, what was I going to say in octopus school? Um, in high school, when you and when you and John would argue over what was better, the squid or the octopus. How high was the squid on this list? I think I put the giant squid on there because giant squids are terrifying. I mean, they're one of those monsters that we didn't even believe could actually exist until relatively recently in our history. Mm-hmm. We just it's thought like that 2006 was... when they were yeah. like finally found one. <laughs> it's fucking huge. <sighs> so huge. Did you guys see that giant squid footage earlier this year? Mm-hmm. Ah, so sweet. So big. The only and thing the about this. Post is not all. I mean, I mean, all these are impressive, but I wouldn't say all of them are creepy. Like, I don't think dolphins are creepy. <laughs> dolphins are creepy. Killer whales are dolphins. Yeah, I mean, you just said that you have your suspicions about dolphins. I just don't feel like there's a compelling argument that dolphins were creepy. Like, killer whales, just man. thinking about thinking about all the like. Yeah, but you didn't even mention killer whales in the <laughs> dolphin thing. Well, like, there's so much bizarre shit at the bottom of the sea. Uh, and you only got a few of the weird. You, uh, you got some of the big ones at the bottom of the sea, but there's like there's some pretty creepy ones. There's some pretty creepy ones, but most of them are also kind of majestic in their own way. Uh, well, cause what's creepy about dolphins is their brains, man. They're like as big as ours. Maybe they're bigger. So Why what's is going on there? Creepy? Like what's going on? Are they smarter than us? <laughs> I don't yeah. think they are. They're going like, to take over like that George C. Scott movie we talked about on this podcast once. The dolphin tried to kill the president. Yeah. They could do it. They're smart enough. They have the intellect. I'm worried about uh, dolphins. Like you, you're joking right now. I'm Real talk. I'm, I have my concerns about dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one time we talked about dolphins on the podcast, and we, it led to like dolphin rape, like this woman that was raped by a dolphin because they put yeah. her in a dolphin. That's creepy. Yeah, but all you have to do is not be in water, and then you're fine. Well, but that that had more to do with, like, the dolphin and the woman living together for such a long time that the dolphin, like, fell in love with her. (laughs) 
I mean, like, you're personally afraid of dolphins. Like, there's, like, right, a dolphin can't get you, Sean, right now. He's afraid of them falling in love with him. I mean, that's what animals do, Sean. Your dog tried to rape me. Hald was there. What? <laughs> I don't know if you can call a dog humping your back rape, but whatever. I said attempted. Attempted. Sure, why not? Or fish are on there, I think. Those yes. are pretty cool. They're like giant isopod. <laughs> yeah, sweet. We just keep finding cool shit down there. If you guys want to go to the bottom of the ocean sometime, you'd be down. Pretty sweet. It's pretty, pretty, it's pretty sweet. dangerous. Yeah, all, those little tiny little subs. Little James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That was a fun post. Well, it looks like we got a, uh, a late addition to the list. Uh, there, there was a post entitled It's a Hard Cock Life, which was the title of a review of the movie Hancock. That is probably my favorite post title of all time. It's a hard cock life. So raw. It's raw. I don't know exactly what it means. <laughs> You know, like from Annie. <laughs> it's a hard knock life. Yeah, I get it. It's just like, <laughs> why? They've had cock. Yeah, I get it. I don't give a shit about the post or the movie. I just. This is a funny title. The end. <laughs> I mean, when are we ever going to talk about it again? Hancock? When Hancock 2 comes out. Nah. It happened. There were parts of Hancock I liked. It's just the ending stuff. The bum it's me out. pretty good up to like the middle where there's like a twist that's like more superheroes and that's like hella stupid. I don't like remember that movie at all. Because you remember it's co-written by Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Fame. What was the deal? He, He's like... He's a superhero, but he's like a bum. Oh, yeah. And then there's another superhero that he knew in, from the past. He's Charlie Theron. And that was st- really stupid. <laughs> and Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman as his PR man. Jason Bateman. I'm just God, I'm so depressed. About Jason Bateman? <laughs> Like you know, it's like he's doing all right because he no, got his identity stolen. No, <laughs> no, I'm more depressed about me, like because I can only grow a Jason Bateman beard. That's, that's, that's about as good as I can get a beard, Jason Bateman beard. You shut up. You <laughs> shut up right now. Sorry, Sean. Sensitive subject. All right, let's make a time. I have absolutely no idea how this is gonna work. Yeah. I, uh... Might as well just skip it, right? Does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. What, well, what's our favorite moment? Can you guys pick up at least one favorite thing from here? I really enjoyed reminiscing about softball for some reason. <laughs> softball, softball, Bone Wars. Uh, yeah, there you go. I think there's one thing that like sums up 
what our posts in 2008 were like as compared to like what we do now and 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 really since then it's like the political posts and like the idea that we have to post so much that we can just like grab topics that we don't even really know that much about it's just like in the news yeah, that we would post news on our blog. Like, anyone would come to us for news. Like, it would already be, like, a day old by the time we comment on it anyways. Yeah, like, and, we, did we not, like, offer opinion, our opinions on it, or were we just reporting it? No, I'm sure we, we said our opinions. It's just, I doubt they were that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> It's either that or just like the terrible T3s we did because we had to do one every week. <laughs> no. those, are, those are some of my favorites. The Sea Life stuff, Robin Big. I, I don't understand that show, but I appreciate that it's out there on our on our blog. <laughs> you had to make up the slack. Yeah, you guys quit. I read my... Uh, my... My whatever my deepest apologies post. <laughs> That's pretty serious. Well, it's all very serious. There was no humor in us quitting. I don't know, but mine. So I felt worse. like I took a somewhat humorous approach, but it was still kind of serious. Well, yeah, because the problem was John and I were taking it way too seriously. <laughs> you had some perspective, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I think I'm just going to wrap up the podcast, you guys. Yeah, I don't think we need to do a top ten. Because, uh, I mean, if you made it this far, I, I don't even know. What, what are you doing? This is mainly just for us to, to reminisce and, and pat we ourselves don't, we back. Because we don't do that enough in our lives. Yeah, we don't, we don't celebrate us. <laughs> <laughs> but if you would like to celebrate us, we've got a website, smilethepleased.com. has been for a little while now. And uh, we've got an iTunes, and we've got a real episode of the show coming up very soon. Like, hopefully next week. Um, so thanks for thanks for making it this far, 50 episodes. I guess I'll see you at 100, right? Just around the corner. Master Chief, Master Chief, this is the move that the Master Chief. Plasma rifle, SMG, Lewis, Viper, M6G, Rocket, Snakes, Missile Pod, Plasma Cannon, Machine Gun, SPA, LGA, Portal 7 is the man, Pistol Shotgun, Fragrenade, Now the rifle, Sherry, Chiggy,